My name's Bobby Walker with Journey of a New Entrepreneur, and I've got one message for you. Don't be a bitch! What is going on, everybody? It's Bobby Walker here with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast, coming to you from the NBZ Studios right here in Orlando, Florida. That's right, the No Bitch Zone Studios. And you got to be real careful in what you when you say that when the studio is in your own house because you got to do definitions, folks. What is the No Bitch Zone? What is a bitch? It's someone that doesn't pursue their own goals because of fear. I've been one of those. And it's someone that blames other people for their lack of success. So at the end of the day, we could call it the no victim zone. That just doesn't sound as cool as no bitch zone to me. So anyway, welcome to the show, guys. I've got Liam O'Day with me today. Liam's become a good buddy of mine. He's one of these guys that has a gorgeous, beautiful head. You'll see if you're watching the, the, the video stream here. And if not, just imagine me, but just a smaller you know, shorter, skinnier, less attractive, bald guy. And that's, that's what you got with Liam over there, okay? So, uh, but we're going to be getting to him. And, guys, Liam is going to be doing this today. Liam is going to be sharing 10 tricks for a fortune-making follow-up sequence. Um, all of us know the importance of follow-ups in our businesses because you got to remember, guys, you know the old saying, when you're done with that work at the customer's house, people really don't remember what you did there. I mean, of course, they're going to remember the thing got cleaned but, or, or the, the, the dishwasher got fixed or the roof got put on. But who cares? They really aren't going to remember. But they will remember how you made them feel. And we've got to capitalize on staying on the forefront of our minds. So you, as, as the, the entrepreneur, needs to make sure that you knock it out of the park on the feelings department. And then we get a guy like Liam that comes in, comes in and says, Bobby, set back relax. I'm going to bring some cash in and it's going to be cash without a customer acquisition cost, which is the follow-up to make sure they don't forget, make sure that they remember, make sure that they, they, they know what you have to offer. So Liam, I'm super excited about you being here today. Um, you know what? Sounds cheesy, but we're going to be changing some lives and here's why I know because you told me the other day, um, that you, you had a client that implemented one of your follow-up sequences, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was over the course of six weeks. And I think they sent out, I think it was six emails. And I think you said it generated 100K in revenue. Uh, am I pretty close on those statistics? Couple, close. Couple tweaks there. Well, correct uh, me. Those, so just, just correct me. So so yeah. we, we're selling the well, right stuff. So, so first off, I'm excited to be here, but I'm a little less excited because you called me less attractive. So <laughs> just I'm less to, than me. I'm going to... Well, yeah, we're, we're grading the, on you a curve. You're still a good looking dude, man. You're, you're, oh, you're beautiful. Okay. It's just in, in relation. That's all. That's all. I'm not, I'm not Bobby beautiful. <laughs> I got it. Got it. Um, the, that specific case study you're talking about that example, that was actually four emails and those were, those were marketing emails, not the actual follow-ups. Oh, I've so got, they're not as important. They, these emails, and, they weren't that great. Cause we only, we did them for a different reason and they only generated a crap ton of money. Okay. Carry on. Let and, everyone, and let Liam keep those. telling us. Liam, sorry, I got to interrupt you. Listeners, hold on. Liam's going to let you know why we really don't need to listen to him. Cause he doesn't know what he's doing. All right, go ahead, Liam. Tell us what's up. So the uh, the actual numbers now are 300k for those four emails. Oh my god! Um, yeah. So and, and FYI, those I, I know we'll talk about offer and stuff later, but those are on those emails are in fact on sale right now on the the website. So, oh sweet. Okay. Um, but but it, as it relates to follow ups themselves, I've got one client in three weeks. They got 60k in, and that's just deposits. This was for that was specific to holiday lighting. 166k in a month on Hell follow-ups yeah. so it's, so it's saying all that I, I just, i'm just wetting some appetites yeah we got some cool stuff going here right we got we got a lot of cool stuff going on yeah it's <laughs> awesome be, yeah. so so i got uh so we're gonna we're gonna dig into that but liam is gonna share 10 uh tricks that you for no money just your time can implement these tricks or these tactics into your own follow-up sequences or maybe even that you can use in your new follow-up sequences because you're now going to do them because you're listening to this podcast. But before we get into that, I want to take a minute and I want to tell you guys about a phenomenal product who is 
the sponsor of the JE podcast, Responsive Bid. And actually, Liam and I kind of have a connection again back with uh, all my listeners, or my listeners, all my guests lately have been kind of Responsive Bid people, but our fans at least. But Liam uh, actually uh, helped some um, uh, with copywriting at the last ResponsiCon, which is the event that Responsive Bid puts on, which is a sales and marketing event. And by the way, uh, that is coming up in um, end of January or beginning of February. Um, I'll be talking about it, but great event. You can go Google response econ, but, but Liam was one of the copywriters there, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is responsive bid, the premier selling platform for the home service industry and the beauty of it, which ties in with today's episode is responsive. bid has these very powerful follow-up sequences uh, built in for the automations. So not only does it help you sell stuff, but my favorite part of responsive bid is actually the repeat work that it gets for me. It is constantly in front of the customer, keeping my emails out there, which my emails are about to get better because I'm about to have Liam help me with some of my, my business. But I've got the simple emails that still freaking work. And it's the best money you can get in your business because there's no cost in getting a repeat customer minus that three cents of electricity that you used over four years of sending all those emails. So go to Responsibid. It helps you sell more stuff. It helps you do it with less effort. It helps you get higher average ticket prices. And I would say, even more importantly, it helps you stay in front of your customers and get repeat business. It does all these phenomenal things. You can go to jnebid.com. And that's J-N-E, like journey of a new entrepreneur, B-I-D, like Responsibid. Com. So you can go to jnebid.com and you can get the best deal on responsibility that you can get anywhere. It's exclusive for JNE listeners. I negotiated that. Kurt's my boy over there. He's one of my best buddies. And frankly, I just said, bro, we're friends. You ain't going to call the cops on me. And I'm going to physically hurt you if you don't give me the best deal that anyone can get on responsibility. And he said, Bobby, I'm not a dumb man. And we're in a confined space, so I can't outrun you. So here we are. Go to jnebid.com. Check it out. Liam O'Day, what's up, man? Good to have you on the show. Good to be here. Excited. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> you. So listen, normally I'm always like, man, I want to learn all about you. And we're going to do the long walks on the beach and we're going to da, 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 da. But today I want to, I want to bring some applicable value to the listeners. So I want to, you know, I want them when they're done with this show, they've been able to take the notes or probably better yet, listen to it first. Then re-listen to it and take the notes. That way you can kind of absorb it and then you can come back and make sure you didn't miss anything. So uh, so we want to make sure that we get plenty of time to that, Liam. And I know you've got 10 things that you want to go over. Some of them may be quick, some may not. So I want to give you as much time as possible. But before we get into those things, I, there's a story about your story that I want to hear. So I don't want to hear the whole thing. And I kind of know what went down, but I wasn't there. So I want to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. You have... From what I understand, one of the most interesting, here's how I actually started my business stories. So I'll do the, I'll do the preamble here, if, uh, if I use that word correctly, but I'll, 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 I'll lead us up to it. Um, you know, you've had some different, uh, uh, you were in kind of in the corporate world doing some things. You were doing some freelancing stuff. I know you were in some technology and you really always had this passion for words, um, you know, guys, this is my thing. If Liam starts making money with this, he's got to pay me. But I say Liam's the emotional marketing wordsmith of our industry, by the way. So trademark registered, something like that. Emotional marketing wordsmith over here. But um, but he was like, you know, I think I might want to do this with a business. But the truth is, just because you're great with words doesn't mean that you were that entrepreneur dude and ready to just take take over the world and go do that stuff. So through a connection that you had with like, responsive con actually the event we were just talking about i know that you they reached out and they, they had asked you to come help people create copy you know because when you go to response con one of the things you get to do is there'll be copywriters there and they help you actually create copy for your website and for your follow-up and then even help you um record the videos with that copy mm -hmm. and and all that stuff so they were there to, for you to create copy and also present at the convention or at, at the event so yeah. from that point how the hell did your business start? I want to know this for real. Is it true? So, so straight from the horse's mouth. Absolutely. It, it would be a shame for me to not mention that really it was your wife who was my first point of contact with everything responsive <laughs> and responsive. So she's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm stuck. In the, I'm, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's way better than you, by the way. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's so much more fun. Uh, yeah. So 
So Bobby, I go in, you know, as, as you noted, I'm freelance copywriting. I'm going into ResponseCon thinking I'm just going to add a ton of value. Frankly, I didn't do a whole lot of public speaking before. So I had just like, let me just get through this. Let me just mm -hmm. get through this and I can get back to the freelance stuff and that'll be that. And so on the last day of ResponseCon, I'm doing a presentation slash workshop on how business owners, home service business owners can write emails that will convert. And I'm going into this thinking, man, I'm so great. I'm so generous. They're going <laughs> to, they're going to love me because I'm telling them secret. Oh, you too are humble. Just like me. me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not as handsome as Bobby, but I'm still adding a ton of value with this thing. And you're close. And I got to be honest. You're a great looking dude, just for the record. I'm just an honest guy and I'm not going to say you're better looking than me if you're not. That's all. You know, it's, it's fine. I mean, I'm sure after a couple of journal entries tonight, I'll get over this, this sting. It's, you're a it's big okay. kid. You'll be okay. Uh, just think uh, of how good looking I'll, I am I'll, and you'll get over it. I, which is how I usually do. By the way, when, when we do a walk <laughs> on the beach, I want to hold your hand. Um, all right. Keep going. So keep going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's the last day of response account. I'm in the room where we're, I'm presenting how you can write an email that will convert. And again, I feel like, okay, this is the last day. It's going really well, but I'm looking, uh, I can't wait to take a breather after this because this was a lot of fun, but really stressful for me. I'm adding value in the room. It's going well. Here's a, here's a little bit of a lesson on an email, right part of your email at the subject line. And, and we're about halfway through and the Tanya Weger in the room, she just looks at me. She's like, she she cut me off as I was presenting, and she's like, Liam, hold on. So Liam, I want to make sure I'm I'm hearing you correctly. You're on the stage. You're you're presenting to a crowd of people, and one of your uh, one of the people in the audience literally like I don't know if they stood up, but they like stand up and stop you in the middle of it to tell you this. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, they they cut me off in the middle of speaking. Mm -hmm. Like Liam, we don't want to do this. We're not going to go home on Monday and write emails. We want to pay <laughs> you to do it. And then the, like, and I looked around the room and, and this is the response. It's like, everybody was just like, you know, and I, yeah. I, I again, I thought I was just, oh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to be the cat's meow for these folks. And so they like, wouldn't let me continue. Mm -hmm. And it became brainstorming a business model. And in fact, one one person in the room who's now a friend of mine, it was too much for her to like write an email. Actually, Kurt Kempton was giving her a hard time about this after the fact. He's like, wait a second. So you don't want to go and write an email, but within two or three minutes, you wrote up a business proposal for Liam. Because she came <laughs> up to the stage. She came up, she came up to the stage and handed it to me. And so what and what we were really doing there, Bobby, is a is a group was figuring out, okay, how do we make really effective money-making words, copy of all sorts, available to home service business owners at scale, because part of the problem I thought I was trying to solve- Oh, you was, moved on. You, you Okay, hold on, Liam. You went to, you moved on from the crazy stuff. I, so so you're, you're given a presentation, and, and here's the funny thing, like a complaint that I hear about events, and I don't agree with this complaint, but it is what it is. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, I don't like events because so and so got to sell from the stage, and you know they're just trying to get you to buy stuff and X, Y, and Z." And you go to this event, you're not selling from the stage, and they stopped you, didn't let you finish, told you we want to buy stuff from you that you're not even offering, and literally, yeah. I, I did not know this part. So this is even funnier. They literally wrote out a business plan because they were like, all right, this dude is clearly the, the copywriting guy. We need to turn him into the entrepreneur guy. So they needed, they, they saw you needed the help, wrote a business plan. And you literally had your, like, cause I heard this part, you literally had like your first clients in that, the second you're opening your business. Right. I mean, literally. Correct. <laughs> that's Correct. freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard a story like that. that that's phenomenal. I love it. It was, no, it was, it was, it was fantastic. In fact, one of the clients in the, who became clients in the room, they're uh, some of the ones I mentioned a moment ago about the 60 K in deposits in a few weeks and the 165 K in a month on a whole other follow-up sequence. Um, so it, was, it, it is, sometimes I'm too close to it. If I take it, you're helping me take a step back and go, 
oh crap that is that is really cool it is um, really cool man <laughs> it really is so and you know in in what we were trying to and keep me honest here but i'm gonna kind of like what we're trying to solve for in that room in, mm -hmm. with the business plan is okay there's this interesting catch 22 that home server that the home service business owners have a lot of them i would say most of them is when it comes to copy you know it's it's not uncommon right to hire a copywriter one-on-one -on -one and say get 10 or 12 emails but spend three thousand dollars on those 10 or 12 emails that that may need to be rewritten in the future or, or honestly a lot of times not even written by somebody who really knows the home service industry so how do we solve this problem and then uh, obviously on the do it yourself go write your own emails or follow-up sequences whatever it is like you know people don't have the time or the interest mm -hmm. or the skill set so it just doesn't get done yeah so how do we how do we solve that problem so they can afford to buy follow-up sequences that really work and are written by somebody that knows home service. Mm -hmm. That was, that was what we were talking through in that room by these loving hijackers. <laughs> loving things. hijackers. So, <laughs> that's, that's enough. Dad, like a great copywriting guy, loving hijackers. Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Let's so, do this, Liam. I, I want to abrupt. I want to do an abrupt segue here just so we can get to the good stuff. Okay. So, I wanted I because I almost wanted to skip all the story, but I thought this one was too good to skip. But I, I want to get into like the meat of this thing. Um, you know, you've been doing this stuff for a long time. You've been helping people with it for a while now. And you said you have 10 tricks for fortune making follow up. So let's start, man. I'm going to let's do the drinking game, guys. The new J&E drinking game. Anytime Bobby says. I'm going to give you a period of time and I'm not going to interrupt. You have to take a shot every time I interrupt, but only for five shots or the first three minutes, whichever comes first. Cause I don't want people out there dying, but so get your glasses ready, get your, get your drinks ready. Let's do this. Liam, give us 10 tricks and I'm going to work really hard to be quiet. Ready go. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, the, the first one is just get in the game. So follow up. I mean, that, that sounds obvious, but I'm so surprised still at how many people aren't just following up and most of your competition is not going to be following up. So if you're just have your follow-up sequences in place, even if they're bad, they're still mm -hmm. better than what your competition's doing. Because even if you're not following up, you are in fact still sending a message and the message is I'm ignoring you. So mm -hmm. Just get, just get in the game. You know, we, we talked about responsive. They have kind of out of the box stuff that you can use if nothing else. Um, so start there, follow up. Yeah. And this is not an interrupt folks, because he was at the end of a sentence. So I just want to add on as a good host and say that uh, I would say that's kind of where I've been. And I've had a great deal of success with my follow-up. Honestly, I've got some very basic emails that we've built out and listeners, I'll just say this. If uh, you have no follow-up sequences going and you just turn the podcast off right now, you've already made a shit ton of money. So th that's not a cheater to get him from nine to 10. You really got to be doing this stuff. All right. Keep going until the next sentence is over and then I'll interrupt. Well, and, and just, just to echo that you and I have a mutual friend with uh, Clay Davis and Derek Davis, yep. and they would tell you, right out of, they would, they would say, their follow-ups aren't good that they've said that to me, but they are smoking their competition and they're getting feedback constantly from their clients. And they have a high, like, uh, you know, high money-making mm -hmm. uh, clientele. And they're saying, dude, thanks so much for following up. That's why we went with you. So yeah, yeah follow-up. Second one, don't, don't begin with writing your follow-ups. Start by mapping out like what your follow-ups are going to be and to get really clear on what I mean by that. And there are mind mapping tools out there of, of any sort that will do the job for you. Mm -hmm. but figure out, you know, what, the, what that journey is for, you know, like the phases of like, okay, request for estimate, estimate sent, so on and so forth. Figure out on each of those phases, what kind of a message you're going to send and when, and for how long. Mm. So, you know, what, you know, I recommend like 
particularly for like the request for estimate and for pressure washers and window cleaners. I know some of you guys are maybe doing, guys and gals are doing like uh, in-person quotes or just like the straight online, but those two phases are your heavy lift. So I recommend you go 90 days on each of those. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I gotta make it very, very tactical if you need to know. I just need to know what, like what to do. Mm -hmm. Go 90 days, but within the 90 days, figure out what message you're gonna send, like right when they request for the estimate, how long you're going to wait before you decide to send the next email or the text. And don't just like map out email text on this day and that day. Just do like a little, like, this is the gist of what I'm trying to get across in this message, because if mm. you can do that, now you're mapping out the whole journey as opposed to just, you know, I'm just going to check in on the follow-up Yeah, and, and you, you don't have a congruent experience you're offering them. That's what so I was I'm just about to ask. Yeah. So, so basically what you're getting at, because again, you're describing my follow-up right now, which is, um, Hey, I want to stay on, stay in front of them, stay on their mind, but I don't have a, I don't have a story I'm telling. And it sounds like you're based, essentially you're saying is before you start writing, uh, come up with your story. And then each email is going to, you know, these five emails, 10 emails are in act one. These 10 emails are kind of act two of the story. These 10 emails are act three. And then, and I, I can't imagine Liam that you can't do two things. You can still get some calls to action and immediate responses from an act one email and be setting up the act three big payoff as well. Is that fair? Very fair. And you, mm -hmm. you, you even got to some of my more, my, my, my other tricks we're, we're going to get to, but absolutely. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Love it. Okay. Next one. Give yourself permission to follow up right away. And that, and that's basically setting expectations. So let's, let's use an example. Cause that sounds a little, that can be a little abstract. Yeah. They request the, they request the estimate. Here's, here's what not to do. Hey, thanks. Thanks for requesting the estimate. Here's your link to the estimate or we'll, we'll follow up. Instead, say, thanks so much for requesting an estimate. The great thing about an estimate is it gives us an opportunity to explore a partnership. Hmm. Now, you've not, like, you've not said, I'm going to follow up with you and like, get them into being concerned about a bunch of spam. Yeah. You, you, you said, hey, we're going to explore a partnership. And yeah. So now you've set a, a tone that you're going to be following up. So you you let them know that hey yeah. you're you're you let me know you're interested. You're kind of in my court, you know. And and here's the benefit of the estimate. It's not just here's the estimate. Do you want to buy or not? You know. You know. So you're 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 inviting them into this experience right away. Yeah. No, I'm loving this. It's, I think it says a lot too. Again, you're double dipping because this doesn't just say, Hey, I'm going to shoot you some more stuff. Be ready. Right. I mean, that's kind of what we're sub you're subliminally subliminally saying I, folks, I'm a good talker and I'm a professional hire me to come talk good words to you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the, uh, you're saying to their brain <laughs> at some point, <laughs> let's, let's change the drinking game to anytime Bobby mispronounces a word or makes up a word. Oh gosh. No, I don't want to kill everybody. I don't want to kill everyone. That would even kill Ray Burke. Okay. So, uh, and that dude can drink. Um, okay. So here's what I'm trying to say. You're not just setting up that. Yeah. We're, you know, Hey, I told you we're going to be sending some more emails, but it's also stating your, um, you could almost say your purpose or your, you know, a part of your passion of your company, which is we're not, we're not about transactions. We're about relationships. Um, you know, transactions are great, but transactions are a one-time thing. You know, Mr. Customer relationships serve us all forever, you know, and in a relationship, the way you serve me is you, 
you give me money, right? You know, I mean, and you might want to package that a little more delicate, but I think you could even say it, you know, you give me money, you give me an opportunity to pay my employees a living wage, you give me an opportunity to pursue the American dream and so on and so forth. And if we if we continue relationship together, um, you're getting a phenomenal service because I know you ain't going to keep coming back if not. So that's how we would serve each other in our relationship, right? Which should be a um, mentality in our businesses, but we don't necessarily always effectively communicate that. So I'm just saying like in my mind, which is where we try to go in our company, you're speaking to me because we're not just talking follow-up, but we're also talking effectiveness just through those upcoming, you know, day or two, even with the initial proposal and all that good stuff. Yeah. And you're, you're kind of indirectly inviting them to engage in that partnership, you Mm -hmm. know, and later on in your follow-ups, if you have a text that just says, you know, let's just assume that along the way you provide a little bit more information about your your company that's helpful to them. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. Um, you've you've already kind of laid a nice groundwork and experience with them up until now. Then when you send a text, hey Bobby, what what questions or concerns do you have about doing business with us? Well, now it's not a pushy thing, and you're not you're not saying please reply. You're just asking the question and assuming it assumes. Mm-hmm that they're going to respond but several communications before you've already like set up a uh set an expectation that you're you're free to be to participate in this Mm -hmm. with me and i invite you to do so good stuff okay yeah yep all right so that's three right am i am i right one two three three was get permission all right what's next man make it about them don't don't lead with we i was actually just doing a a workshop this past weekend and we were like real-time workshopping an email that somebody sends out and there's a lot of there was a lot of we in the in the email Mm -hmm. even even though it's coming from a place of generosity we're really excited to that, that you reached out to us we you know we can't wait to meet you no you're so close to having a beautiful home and great customer experience. Mm. You know, all you have to do is, or, or whatever. So if you can, like, even, even if you have to use the same general message of generating excitement, don't make it about the fact that you're warm and fuzzy, get them to feel like, tell them you're going to be warm and fuzzy because your house is going to be awesome. We're going to be super communicative, you know, etc. So make it about them, not about, we or you as the business owner. Uh, yes, I, I want to. I just want to share a little tip to add to that, because um, that's a great philosophy or a great uh, approach to have. Not just in your email follow up. I mean, that's like that's a great approach to have all the time when you're promoting. And uh, like here, here's an example, guys, that you would want to use this. Like, say, when you're doing a sales pitch or something like that. You know, talking about insurance isn't sexy because everyone likes to say we're we're insured, right? Um, you know, we'll talk about insurance in my company because we actually have workers' comp and commercial auto, which is really what's important is that workers' comp stuff, not the liability and everything for the homeowner. Because if they hire an uninsured contractor and then they get hurt on the property, not only can they get sued, but their homeowner's policy is not going to protect them because they hired that uninsured contractor, even if the contractor has the the thing from the state saying you don't have to have workers comp. That just means they're allowed to work. It doesn't protect the homeowner. So, you know, a way you could, you could use this strategy that Liam's talking about um, anywhere. And let's just use the cheap, easy one, which is insurance is instead of saying, well, Hey, we're fully insured. Well, it ain't about us being fully insured. It could be, you know, Hey, Liam, um, here's a few things that the people that do choose us like about us. All right. So here's the first thing, Liam, you know, blah, 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 blah. And here's the second one, blah, 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 blah. Now, Liam, here's another thing that we found that was really important to uh, our clients is that they want to make sure that they're always protected because they know that if they hire like an uninsured, um, you know, so-and-so and something happens that their homeowner policy is not going to protect them if that person gets injured and they were to sue them. So here's what you get, Liam, when you choose TRT, you know, my company, is you get uh, protection and peace of mind when you're choosing us because you know even if things go sideways you're covered so now just to eat Liam, Liam's point where you make it about them 
it's my insurance. I'm the guy paying the damn bill. I'm the guy that gets audited and gets higher bills every year than I, than I expected, but it ain't about me. It's they get protection. They get peace of mind when choosing us because we have this thing over there. So Bobby's two cents. You, no, uh, that was more than two cents. That was, that was a whole dollar, Bobby. Thank you. <laughs> and and I, I actually, I, I mean, I actually love that example because that's a, like one that is used all the time. We're fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Mm-hmm. And me as a me as a knucklehead copywriter, like I don't necessarily know what that means. I would I feel like that would be like saying like a lawyer saying, "Oh well, I have a law degree." Exactly. But if you educate me, you know. But if you educate me on, oh no, this is actually why it's important. And to even bring it back to the copy to the messaging in your follow up sequence, you know. And, and I know we're we're kind of integrating a few different things here. And I, I know we'll come back to the, the list in a second, mm-hmm. but one, one thing that I do is, Hey, here's what's not included in your, or here's, here's what doesn't, isn't reflected in your quote. The quote that you have or that you got from us doesn't reflect the fact that if we damage your property, and by the way, that's unlikely to happen because we're awesome professionals, <laughs> but if it does, you don't have to pay for it. You know, and and so you can you can take these angles with your copy where you a lot of my customers and clients, they have something they want to say, but the way that they're saying it mm-hmm. make, makes it come across. So it's just about what they want to say. You have to figure out how do like how do I make this relevant and meaningful to the homeowner where I'm helping them? And, you know, th- and this is just a great example. And I love that. Like, I, I, I like the, your quote doesn't reflect these other awesome things. And mm-hmm. what it also does is it, it, once again, we're giving ourselves permission. Now you can say without being a jerk about it, there are a lot of people out there that you could hire where you don't, where you're not protected like that. So now mm-hmm. you can talk about the competition in a way that's not sleazy. So yep. I hope that makes sense. And, no, it makes perfect I, I, sense. I actually had uh, some ideas that I'm not going to share going through my mind as you said that. So we're going to keep those in the vault for my people okay so we got just get in the game we got don't start with the writing we want to map it out we're going to uh, give permission to ourselves they ain't giving us permission we're giving us permission to follow up the right way that's number three number four is we're making it about them where are we at with number five number five we actually just kind of did it organically just now but in the follow-up refer backwards plan forward so okay what do you mean unpack that for me yeah we'll unpack that so when i if we use the whole you're protected if we damage your property thing Mm -hmm. if we had an email that said here's what your you know the quote we previously sent doesn't reflect you're referring back to the previous email with the quote previous messaging and so you're you're making it kind of this this conversation for them Mm -hmm. so and you're educating them on you know here's here's X, Y, and Z about like being insured or about what the competition doesn't do and how you can protect yourself and the plan forward. And I'm going to, I'm going to compare this or contrast it, Bobby, to a lot of what I see not planning forward is, Hey, Hey, someone, Hey, Bobby, just checking in. Uh, You know, any, any, any questions about the quote? But it's just thinking about that text or that email within the context of that text or email itself without continuing to build forward on mm-hmm. the experience. So now if we're talking about, you know, you're protected if we damage your property kind of a messaging, you're, all, you're also giving yourself something you can refer back to that mm-hmm. could be meaningful later depending on how you map out the sequence as opposed to just following up again, following up again, following up again. You do need the following up again mm-hmm. uh, arrow in your quiver, but you want to always be thinking about this is a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, not just um, checking in to transact on the quote. So, and I ain't going to lie. I'm maybe I'm just having a hard time following you on this one, Liam. So uh, are you saying that are, basically is this steering the conversation? Is that what you're getting at? You know, like I'm, I'm sending an email and I'm sending it with the intent of this conversation coming from it. Is that what I'm hearing? Or am I here? I feel I could be off and I just want to make sure I'm following you. 
Yeah, got it. No, I'm. Thank you. Yeah, because we want to break this down, and I understand this is a little. I might be. Yeah. Make sure you've got enough bullets in the chamber. Okay. Is, I think is a better way to think about it. So, I feel like if you're just doing, like what what a lot of folks do, which is just, oh gosh, I was just checking the calendar. I see you're not on the schedule. Just want to check in. Are you like that? That doesn't set you up. Like, let's say they don't respond mm -hmm. to that email or text, right? Because the, the uh -huh. follow up, you know, we're only going along that follow up journey because they're not responding yet, right? And so, if you just do the, I'm just checking in message, mm -hmm. you've not, you've not, you've not, you, you don't have anything really planful or intentional set for the next follow up, hmm. right? So. Let's just say we did Bobby the message on the uh, damaging your property, your protected kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. But let's say along that, along the way, we've given ourselves permissions, permission. We've we have checked in. We haven't gotten a response. Uh, we've shared a little bit more information. Maybe shared customer reviews. Then we shared about how we don't damage your property. Now we can say, hey, you know what, uh, Bobby, you know we do our darndest to provide as much information to you as possible. Um, you know, not really sure what else we can tell you to, to, to make this an easy decision for you. What questions or concerns are outstanding for us to figure out if we're a fit? You know, so you've been building up to that point that you can then ask that question. You're referring backwards to the previous messages, like loosely, right? You're not mm -hmm. saying email one, email two, that but you're referring backwards. Now, if they still don't respond at, at that point, what questions or concerns do you have to address? It's still, it's still open-ended and you can keep going in the follow-up in a way that isn't is it's not just a, oh gosh, just checking in to see if you're interested. Okay. Uh, there's a, a little bit of like copywriting jujitsu that comes along with this, mm -hmm. but I don't, I, I don't want folks to get, to be like, oh crap, that feels like I got to be a copywriter to do this. <laughs> well, if, if truth is truth, if, you know, they can maybe do it on their own, but it's a lot easier if you're a pro, right? Yeah, it, it definitely is. But the, I think if you, if you come back to the mapping that we talked about on tip number two, or mm -hmm. trick number two, like you'll, you'll, you'll know it because you'll have an intentional journey you're, you're setting out. Yeah, because we don't, that's what I was going to ask is, you know, number five here gets completely set up by number two, you know, mapping it out, not starting, you know, you don't start with the writing in at step two, at step five is kind of where we're really getting our, uh, where we're kind of starting the writing now. We've been, um, you know, getting a little tactical on how we're going to give ourselves permission. We're getting tactical on how we're going to make things about them. And now it's time to start, you know, crafting this stuff um keep going bro this is good stuff dude i love dude, i love how this is flowing because they just kind of keep yeah keep organic no listen so L listeners so let me tell you something you need to show liam some love here uh even if you ain't you know if bobby ain't buying his stuff that's fine you don't gotta buy anything you know people buy what they want people don't buy what they don't want uh he's providing some phenomenal information information that helps you not use his service He's doing it for free for you. At least go give him a thumbs up or give him a review on, you know, I don't know if he's got a GMB set up for his uh, um, uh, business, but at least a Facebook page. I know you can give the dude a review and you can do it with integrity and say, wow, this guy really knows his stuff. He helped me with my follow-up and cause he's helping you with your follow-up right now. And that's a good way. And you know, as a business owner, you know, as a business owner, how impactful those things are. So if you are getting value from someone, or as a business owner, if you're giving it, you would like them to leave you that review. That's a way you can show Liam some love for this is by giving him a review. You can do it while you're listening to this podcast. Pull the phone out of your pocket. Keep listening. Go to the Shiny Sherpa Facebook page. Give the dude a like, a review. Google my business, something like that. But that's my commercial. Liam, let's move on to number six, sir. Thanks, Bobby. I forgive you for calling me less handsome earlier now. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so number six is 
to not tiptoe. Okay. There's there's a lot of messaging I see out there that is, like I mentioned before, oh, hey, I was just checking the calendar and I, I see we don't have you scheduled yet. Are you still interested? And that, that that's sending a message of like hesitation and not mm-hmm. even being proactive about wanting their business, right? Like it, it, like you accidentally saw that you don't have them on the calendar. No, you should like know whether or not you have them on the calendar or not. And that your, your messaging um, is congruent with, with the fact that you want to do business with them. So, you know, you're, look, you're, you're listening to Bobby's podcast for a reason. You're probably not a douchey used car. It's very simple. <laughs> like trust yourself. It's okay. But it's also okay to ask for business, to be mm-hmm. kind of assertive yeah. in a way. You know, they let you know they're interested. Like yeah. I, you know, I think there's something to say, Hey, like at the end of the day, you always say yes or no, if nothing mm-hmm. else. So when you are, when you do go uh, to, to sit and write your messaging, don't tiptoe around it. Don't, you know, you, there's a way to be authoritative, mm-hmm. assertive and kind and understanding all of the stuff that's going to make them feel warm and fuzzy, but you also want them to be confident in hiring you. And so you want to have that confidence in your messaging. So don't, yeah. don't tip, just be, be very direct on like what you're trying to get at in your message. Not like, ah, shucks. Thanks. Uh, mm-hmm. my schedule, but like, Anyway, am I making sense? No, it makes perfect sense. I'll tell you where my mind's going is a uh, something that's taught. Uh, have you read the book "Never Split the Difference"? Um, Chris Voss. I've heard of it. I've not read it yet. Pretty good book. As a matter of fact, it's a phenomenal book. And um, if you, uh, you know, the the book is kind of crazy. It's kind of like it teaches you Jedi, you know, the tricks of the Force. You know, if you're a Star Wars fan, and you know, it's like you can use them for good. You can use them for evil. You know, you can be on the light side. You can be on the dark side. Because I think, like, I think the difference between, like, influence and manipulation is intent, right? You know, they're basically the same thing. It's just why you're doing one, you know, or, you know, manipulation uh, probably hurts people where influence can help all parties involved type of thing. But this book does a great job teaching you ways where you can uh, influence, negotiate, um kind of get people to to where you want to be with it but uh but it does it from a healthy perspective i really really like it but they have a tip in there they even talk about emails as a matter of fact now it's not like follow-up sequences per se but but even following up in sales i guess this is a follow-up sequence just manual but um one of their favorite subject lines are uh is uh have you given up on x you know have you given up on um negotiating this deal have you given up on buying our product have you given up on paying your bill have you get you know whatever it may be but the have you given up which is you know not tiptoeing that's why i thought about it is it, it's actually a very um so it the dang thing works it gets responses you know and we, we're, we've been having a little bit of an ar problem in our company so my admin you know or my admin she's not my admin uh my general manager she had been doing some follow-ups and I said, but it's time to go to the, uh, have you given up subject line? Guess what? Money started coming in because people, when they see that people start responding because we weren't tiptoeing around. So you may not want to use that in your sales follow-up. Maybe you do. Don't know, but point made. Sure. Yeah. I love that. Um, I actually am uh, working with some folks now and there's going to be a future offer uh, for holiday lighting stuff, Mm -hmm. but we've got, in the spirit of that, and this may not be for everybody because I, so I'm offering like option A and option B with the folks I'm working with on this, but on day 39, uh, within the follow-up, if there's no response, I've got a subject line, Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness. And then the body says, it's been 39 days since we heard from you. Are you with Jesus? <laughs> oh, you know, I love and, it. See, I thought you were going to go with Jesus spent 39 days in the wilderness. Are you know, are you so sorry you're not going to decorate your house for his birthday or something, you know, but that was, but yours was better. Yours was better. <laughs> but, but, and then, then we get into like a little more like, okay, yeah, I understand I'm being cheeky, but thanks. I just need to get your attention because I want to make sure I you don't, don't miss it. out on this deal. Right. 
so that's that's the same thing yeah you're you're doing the exact same thing that i was just describing i that was in the book never split the difference that's good good stuff so don't yeah. tiptoe you, you know what it is here's what it really is is uh is don't be a bitch man you know don't be afraid to pursue your goals our, our bitch is someone that does not pursue their goals because of fear well here's the deal your goal is to get the sale you're not pursuing it because you're afraid you're going to push them away you're afraid they're not going to want to come back. You're afraid they're going to get angry. Newsflash, they're already not buying your stuff. So you're not going to make them not buy it even more. So so don't be bashful. Go get that thing. It's yours. Kill it. Drag it home. Cook it. Eat that shit. And then take the leftovers to, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't, ha- I, I started that thing. Didn't know where I was going with it. And it just kind of ended. I like it. But you guys know what I'm getting at. So don't exactly. tiptoe. All right. We ain't tiptoeing. Let's keep going because we got three more and we are, wow, we're approaching. I guess we're not. We're getting close to an hour, man. We're getting up there. So. All right. So that, that was that number seven? That was, nope, that was six. Don't tiptoe. That was six. Okay. So let, let's talk about subject lines. Okay. So one, a benefit of just following up in general is they're going to see your name in their inbox, right? So even if they don't open emails, like you're still, they're still winning by having them see your name in your inbox. But you do want them to open the email ideally, right? So you can play on curiosity, benefit, and proof. So in your subject line- Say that, say that again. Can, in the subject line, if you can offer three things that will get their attention, curiosity, mm-hmm. benefit, Improve. Improve. Okay. Is it and or is it or? Like, is it like you're wanting to do one of these things or are you trying to do all three of these things? You're probably not going to get all three. Okay. I would, if you can get two out of three, that's going to be great. So curiosity, benefit, and or proof. I'm I'm, I'm a rule follower as I'm taking my notes. All right. Take it away. Subject lines. We want to do curiosity, benefit, and proof. Bobby's shutting up again. Take it away. And like a good example, like a good real example is I've got a client in Indianapolis. They do the, uh, all the exterior cleaning for the Indiana Pacers, the Indianapolis Colts, you know, so they could put in a subject line, you know, the Colts, the Colts love us because dot, dot, dot. Right. And now you've got curiosity, you know, they're, they're in that market. What, why do the Colts love them? Mm -hmm. And you're implying benefit because like if the Colts love them, I'm, I'm probably going to love them. So now they're going to, you know, open the email and read. So, you know, you don't, I don't, I wouldn't suggest doing that every single time with regards to a follow-up sequence, mm-hmm. because like we talked about, sometimes you are just, Hey, what are your hesitations or concerns? But that's a good, I mean, this is one of the things I was teaching back in Responsicon when they hijacked my talk to <laughs> say, go to this instead. So let me, uh, I got a question for you, Liam, on what you yeah, just said there. So you're saying, you know, you may not want to do this every time. So my short question is why? And then my longer question, I'll just kind of give my thoughts to that. So why would we not want to do that every time? Um, is there value in not having as gripping of a subject line in the midst of a lot of subject lines? Or like, I I don't know why. Great. I'm just asking. Nope. Great question. I it, I think it's going to come back to how you've mapped out the journey, okay, and that 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 ongoing conversation that you want to have with them, you know, because that that's what we're doing in the follow up is kind of building this conversation, this experience, mm. and based on how you've mapped that out, I'm I'm thinking in terms of like kind of time management, like don't don't get stuck on like a hard and fast rule that you have to have two out of three every single time gotcha. along your journey because it, it the juice may not be worth the squeeze just to get through like having your full follow-up sequence written but assuming it, it if all things with the conversation you're trying to have gotcha yeah. so if all things are equal you know if i'm going to get it done oh let's say let's say i put the work in and i get it done and half my subject lines can contain these things but my it's built out and it's built out for the next 10 years right it's bulletproof and i don't got to do any more work because it's perfect as everything in version 1.0 is perfect yeah yeah 
is there benefit as long as I have the bandwidth to do so to be working on getting the other half that don't have one or two of these three things in the subject line? I mean, it more is more, I'm assuming, right? So like if they all had it, is that better? Or is there a downside to that? Um, you know, assuming someone has the benefit of, um, you know, time and bandwidth to do so. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking in terms of like the, the business owner, not the, not a copywriter mm -hmm. sitting down and doing with them. Gotcha. And I, what, I, what I wouldn't want to do if we use this Indianapolis example again is an email that is the Colts love us and another email that is the Pacers love us and you're, and all of a sudden now you're creating a, a very aggressive gotcha. sales experience for them. Does that, does that, no, that makes sense that? now? Yeah. Now, it needs to be in there, but it needs to be natural and organic feeling. Is that it, kind of what you're getting at? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And don't, and don't, don't ruin the conversation that you've mapped out for them by trying to force in this curiosity benefit proof thing. If it just doesn't fit in, based on the experience you're offering them along this journey. Okay. Gotcha. That makes perfect sense. Perfect. All right. Number eight, let's do this, man. Number eight, like let, let's just make sure we're, we're not thinking of follow-up just as emails. Let's have some texts in there too. All right. Right. Like, and why is this? When, uh, people are more responsive on text so you can get a quicker, quicker response from them. Um, you know, and you're not, they're more likely to see it than they are. Like if they've, if their, their inbox is jammed, I don't think you should go all texts, no emails, but it should be this nice mix along the journey where you have texts and emails and the texts are going to be short, sweet and make them so that they, like you're asking them to engage or inviting mm -hmm. them to engage at least okay. as well. So could you give have, i mean give an example to a guy like me that might be having some creative block like could you let's just use um my you know home service industry generally speaking okay so take that liberty what would be an engaging text that that you know that fits this criteria could you just give me a random example uh, yeah i'll give you a couple so first off uh, and let's just connect this to the broader journey you sent the you sent the first email and they requested the estimate and then let's say eight hours, 24 hours later, send them a text. But the text is, hey, in case in case email is a hassle, we we text also. We text to, here's your link, boom, right? But awesome. now you're framing it as, I'm here to help you. I'm mm -hmm. not just trying to sneak in through the back door to get your attention. Emails to, if, if, if email is a hassle, which it is for a lot of people, We'll make this easy by doing text. So you're put, you're framing it around how you're being helpful by texting. Yeah. And then in, uh, another one that uh, we've had success with is like, again, we're further along in the journey. Hey, Bobby, what questions or concerns do you have hmm. about about your proposal or about about getting your house cleaned or whatever? Um, and you're doing it now that you've kind of like we talked about before. You've already educated them. You, you've given yourself permission to have this warm experience and to follow up with them. Let's get down to brass text. What are your, what are your questions or concerns? Yeah. Right. And then we're also, not, we're also not tiptoeing, right. It's also mm -hmm. not framed. Go back to that trick. It's not framed around. Oh gosh. I, I happen to look at the calendar and not see your name. You know, it's like, no, I've got my eyes on you. Like I, I, I want to do business. Like what else do we have to talk about? And with the text, a lot of like a lot of people will reply, right? Mm. And, the, and it might be, oh, sorry, I've just been busy. I'm going to go accept a proposal now. Cool. Mm. Does that help? Yeah, uh, uh, good stuff. I'm, I, I swear, I'm doing my damn just to be quiet, Liam. You're you're bringing the fire here, okay. so you're bringing real value. So, um, all right, number nine. Number nine. So. I'm going to, I'm going to give a little preface to this. Um, keep in mind that you as a business owner, you know, and I, if, again, if you're listening to Bobby, you're, you're, you're a pretty damn good guy. Let's just be you're, honest. You're, you're a damn good guy. You have a lot of integrity in, in your business. 
So having said that, because we are trying to engage and create, we want to automate this thing mm -hmm. so it works, but we want to do it in a very human way. Sometimes like grammatical, strategic grammatical mistakes or typos can be a nice way to get them to engage if they haven't yet. Oh, thank God. So, that's why I, uh, listen guys, that's why you see all the grammar issues and all my posts online and stuff like that. It's, it's not a bug. It's a feature. So anyway, carry on, Liam, tell everyone how I've been doing it right. I'm so happy. This is finally happening. It's a feature, yeah, folks, so not can, a bug. <laughs> a feature, not a bug. And then, and, but then you've also given yourself permission to correct it. Right. Like, Hey, uh, we've, we've got one message. It's like, Hey, wanted to give you a, a heaps up. So we, instead of the D we accidentally do the F mm -hmm. five minutes later, there's a follow up. Oh gosh, that was so silly. Here's like, I meant heads up apologies, yeah. not even ask all to action there just to correct it. Now, what you're doing when you do that is you're letting them know there's a human being on the, on the other end of this thing. Even if it's like in an automated system, like response to bid, mm -hmm. there's still a human that is attempting to connect. So we're just, we're interrupting this pattern of, like if they've not even been checking what you've been sending them so far and they're just operating on this assumption that follow up, follow up, they don't, you know, they're, they're just checking in to see if they get, got the quote. Now you've kind of broken that pattern and they might go, Oh wait, Oh, okay. Let, let me engage. And then now interesting, yeah, you have a conversation with them. So that's, that's another trick there. I'll tell you where I think I use this actually for real, not even joking, uh, you know, in my business, um, but essentially the, um, like say automated voicemails. So we'll, we'll send those out every now and then, you know, I actually have an, I have an automated one that, uh, goes out a week after, um, we've done work for someone. So we got an email that goes the next day so they can sleep on it, make sure, you know, gives them an opportunity to see if they saw anything they weren't happy with, and then they get an email so they can, you know, respond. And then we got one that goes out a week later. So like, for, as you know, we got responsive bid. So that triggers the step. And then I have SendGem, which is another service that does like the email, the, the voicemails. So responsive trigger SendGem. A week later, they get a voicemail. And it used to actually be me. It's not anymore. Now it's my general manager. But here's how, how it goes. Uh, hey, Liam. Hey, this is Bobby. Uh, I'm up here at the office. And I was just um, uh, going through all the jobs that, that we've done over the last week. Saw so we were out at your place about a week ago. And at the end of the day, Liam, I... Uh, I mean it when I say we're committed to customer service. So if there's anything that did not go as planned, please give us a ring. Let me know. I'm here at the office. Here's the number. Uh, and if it did, man, one thing that helps me grow my business, Liam, is people that leave us, you know, Google reviews and online reviews. So please don't forget to do that if we did a great job for you. Um, talk to you soon. See you. Bye. And I'll say it just like that. And you hear the ums and the ahs and the complaints or, or not the complaints, the mistakes and the this and the that. And even though it's an automated thing that could be perfect, you know, don't record it in the studio with perfect audio, record it where maybe there's some echo in the back room, record it where you messed up. And then when those things come through, just like what you're describing is here's what I wrote down, because I don't think you gave me a title for number 10, but I put be a human, you know, is essentially what it is, you know, you're adding humanity or reality to this thing, a mistake, uh, a heff up instead of a heads up, you know, or, or whatever it may be. So, uh, I love this. This is, thank God I'm doing some things, some things right. And this is something that we implement, uh, not on the email side, but still yet just from a strategic standpoint. I love it. Was, and was that, was that number nine or number 10? Number nine is what I have. Okay. Okay. Same. Okay. Good. Yep. Um, move, moving on to number 10. Okay. Here we go, baby. So like, in the follow-up sequence, set them up for more business after the job and a couple a couple things to do there it's funny you mentioned this at the beginning of the conversation Bobby about people like not really remembering they like they just remember oh I think I got the gutters clean but I don't know yeah you know I actually got I got this statistic from Michael Kaplan our one of another one of our mutual friends mm -hmm. who told me that 70 percent of homeowners who are happy with a contractor they hired forget the name of the service provider a couple months after the job is done i believe that so one thing in my follow-up sequence is after you've thanked them let us know any concerns ask for reviews ask for referrals boom 
gosh, I'm sure you're expecting a sales email now that, you know, now that we're sending another email after the, after the job's done, you know, we just want to share this statistic with you. Then I share the statistic about the 70%. So we just want you to remember our name is TRT. Oh, that's we're great. here for you. If you need us before we, before you hear from us, reach out to us, you know, so you're, again, we're keeping that conversation going and we're holding true to the fact that we care about the relationship and the partnership that we said we'd explore at the beginning when they asked for the estimate. So that's, and and then also, by the way, just, and this might be a number of 11, or maybe it's, that was 10A, 10B. It wasn't that, wasn't that painful to try to find the right service provider? You want to just book your next service now and, mm. and get it on the books, you know, but it's like, <laughs> we're, we're helping them out. So that, yeah, that's 10A and 10B. I love it. Okay, good stuff. So guys, you got one through 10, 10 tricks for a fortune making follow-up, not a good follow-up, not one that'll make you a buck, but one that's going to make you a fortune. And guys, the proof's in the pudding. We talked about it at the beginning of the episode. Uh, This guy knows what he's doing. He's writing stuff that's making money. And uh, Liam, I actually... uh, if not by the end of today, definitely by the end of tomorrow, I'm actually going to be having uh, you uh, or at least to have it set up where you're going to be chatting with my GM so we can start getting some things upgraded at our business. So, uh, man, Liam, I've loved having you on the show. I like shooting the shit. And but but here's the thing. I don't I don't want to ruin this thing. I think we've got a masterpiece of an episode. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to give you a chance here in a second to uh, you know sign off and share your final thoughts. Now, guys, listen, I actually have a big, um, I've got a special offer for you (laughs) if you're listening. But before we get into that, and this is some real, uh, it's a huge offer. I was blown away when Liam told me. But before we get to that, Liam, I know people can go to shinysherpa.com to find you. That's S-H-I-N-Y-S-H-E-R-P-A.com. They can find your business on there. They can find you on Facebook, Liam O'Day. He's got that little apostrophe thing between the O and the D. Don't forget that. I'm I'm the guy. My photo is the one that's more handsome than Bobby. Ah, Oh, I don't know about that. So, (laughs) but, uh, and guys, I'm going to be putting a link in the description of the podcast where you can go and get these, uh, these specials, but Liam, talk to us. Uh, What's your final thought here? Let's sign off and let's, let's make some magic happen for some people. I, I, I really want business owners to get if they're if you're not following up like even if you don't buy from you just follow up like it's it's amazing how much money is left on the table and i've every single customer client i've had has has seen significant numbers after they've just started a a follow-up sequence so if nothing else if time is of the essence and and you can only do so much just start following up and don't you know discard the other nine tricks for now but just start doing it because with all sincerity, money is being left on the table. Go grab it. Like you mentioned low acquisition costs at the beginning. These are people who have already said, I've got a problem. I'm interested in your solution. I'm going to buy from somebody. Like mm-hmm. make it an easy choice for them. Follow up with them. What's the saying, Liam? I forget. I'm going to butcher it, but you know, great is the enemy of results or something like that. You know, people don't ever do something until it's perfect or excellent or great. And if you'll just, just get it done, you'll get results and you can make it better later. Just get it done now. Yeah. Yeah. So Liam, what do you got for these guys? I know you put together a, a, a no bitch zone offer for these guys. What, what do we got? Yeah, we do. So we've got, I think on, on the website, and I know Bobby, you're going to give your 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 specific link. Mm-hmm. You can get a what's called the follow upgrade pack. So it's pre-written, like all the sequences from request to estimate to after the job's completed. You've even heard some of the emails and texts that I've already got in there. If you J and E listeners, all J and E listeners will get ten percent off. Hell the yeah, first twenty and and the ten percent. So the off, first twenty way, people get loaded. first twenty people get ten percent off on uh, first twenty J and E listeners get ten percent off. Let, let, let me let me clarify. Sorry, Bobby. Oh, no worries. All, all, all J&E listeners will get 10% off with coupon code J-N-E. Okay. First, first 20, if they use coupon, they use coupon code Bobby, 
-hmm. will get an additional 20%. So that's a total of 30% off. Oh, damn. Or, yeah. If okay. So any Janie listener that hears this can always use J&E and get 10% off. First 20 people can use the Bobby code and be, uh, I don't know if those are case sensitive or not, but try it every way. But, uh, but code Bobby gives them 30% off for 20 Correct. people. Okay. Real simple. So do, do we need to say anything, anything else? Guys, here's the deal. Liam just dropped a crap ton of applicable value in our laps. So first off, win number one for every one of us, big win. Um, we got some information that's applicable, that's executionable, and we can execute it on the within the next 24 hours. So Liam, genuine thank you for that. You've, you've literally taken a lifetime of work that you've put in your brain and you've shared some of that value with us. And I know my audience understands that because everyone loves the saying, you know, if you pay me $1,000 for 30 minutes of work, you didn't pay me for the 30 minutes. You paid me for the 10 years it took to get the knowledge to do it in 30 minutes. And guys, don't forget, don't forget that stuff. He's put the work in and he shared this free information for us. That's win number one. And that's good enough. Some of you guys are gonna be like, I ain't buying shit and you don't gotta buy shit. That's, that's, that's not what this show's about. But for those of you that don't wanna do it on your own, you can always just go to shinysherpa.com. I know he's got, you know, just some packages on there. And then I, can you buy like all the cart stuff? Like, you know, hey, Liam, I want you to do some custom stuff for me. No, not, nope. not custom right now. Okay, we'll fix that. We'll get there eventually. And then, um, but if Janie listeners, 10% using the code JNE and then Bobby, the code Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y, 30% off for the first 20 people that buy that package. So Liam, you freaking rock. You're very generous. I would argue if I was your business coach, I'd say 30% might be too much, but I'm not. So we'll let my people get that. So that is what it is. And uh, guys, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. So if you're on your phone or if you're watching on YouTube, you can just go down to the notes. You can click it, get right to it just like that. Um, I'm just going to finish with this. Liam, you're awesome. You're a good buddy. I'm glad we've become friends. Can't wait to see you the next time I see you. And listeners, Thank you again for being a part of my dream. Having a podcast was literally on my bucket list. I was able to, to mark that off a few years ago when I started this thing. But it's a great, um, this is just a cool thing. I'm, I'm, I'm living my dream and you guys are a part of it. And I appreciate you guys being a part of it. I appreciate your support when I've been through the, you know what I've been through and when I've come out of it and all everything in between. Appreciate the love, appreciate the fun. And uh, remember, you guys aren't doing the things that you want to be doing in life. You better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing those things, there's no good reason for it. Peace out.